You're listening to DraftKings Network. We are going to be uh, speaking a little bit about uh, Chelsea FC's, uh, you know, uh, potential new owner. Not potential, uh, eventual new owner. Us? Well, maybe we're in the running. Who knows? Bro, Gully Squad. Get in there and join Gully Squad so we can buy Chelsea FC, bro. <laughs> okay, we just need about like just three or four million uh, Patreon members. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we, yeah. have a, we have maybe 10% ownership, I think. Right. And then, and then we're, what we're doing is we're on our way to the consortium. You feel me? <laughs> Yo. It's the hottest nightclub in New York City consortium. It's got everything from <laughs> uh, secret plans to take over the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael Raymond, what's good? How was your weekend? Uh, how was our weekend? Hey, Lazoli, say, ¿cómo estás, amigos? Hey. Buenas. ¿Cómo están, amigos? Uh, We're good, buddy. Estamos bien, Dan is saying go Union. Okay, we don't need all that fi- okay. positive Philly stuff. No, oh, I thought, I thought he was talking about just like people in corporations grouping together. I thought he was just rooting for the Union Army, right? you know, because <laughs> we, you know, the, this this these secessionists. We, we're tired of them, you know. <laughs> what a what a reference! <laughs> that's what the Philadelphia Union. That's what they're about. The 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 Union of the country. Oh. oh my goodness, Alexis! I just thought they were like pro workers. You know, a <laughs> <laughs> couple of guys taking. I thought that's why they all sat at the 15 minute without a whistle being blown to smoke a cigarette and drink a coffee. Yep. Okay. Our European listeners are like, "What are they talking about? <laughs> Do you got unions in Europe? Let us know." Uh, Paulo uh, said, "Christian, you you drinking green tea? How does it feel to be regular? Feels pretty good. Okay. When you think green tea makes you poop." Let me tell you something. I, 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 I must have, someone must have snuck me yeah, green tea at 2 in the morning. Regular in what way? Um, <laughs> That's what he means. Okay. I don't know. Someone must have snuck me a lot of green tea at 2 in the morning because I woke up like, well, <laughs> guess I'm going to go sit in I'm the I'm a little bathroom. irregular. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. I think I'm going to wake up later than when I went to bed. <laughs> okay. People have different uh, you know, ways to lose weight. This, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this is my thing. My body is just flushing itself <laughs> over the last two weeks. It's like you've done a lot of damage. Right. It's summertime, baby. And if you ain't working on abs, we're going to have to do it for you. <laughs> um, also, shouts to this jacket. When I, when I bought it, for those of you who are listening, you can't see it. It's kind of like a big uh, uh, camo fleece. Uh, yeah. Carhartt joint. When I bought it, I saw the ad. I bought it online because they don't carry double XLs at the store. Because why would you? Mm-hmm. Why would you, WIP? Um, <laughs> but when I saw it, I was like, I got to get it. But the model, you know, now they tell you the model. He's six foot four. Ooh. Weighs 160 pounds. Wow. And he's wearing a medium. And I said, <laughs> and what am I supposed to do with any of this information? You know what I mean? Six of four, 160 is wildly thin. Buddy, and let me tell you something. This was floating on him. <laughs> so I said, I'll get my size, double XL. And he, it's a very, it's a very cushy, very, very fluffy. Right, right. And here's what I didn't realize is when you put it on my frame, I am not six foot something. I am not 150 pounds. <laughs> I am the opposite of both of those. And when you put it on my frame, I just look like a stuffed teddy bear. <laughs> you do look adorable. I'll be right, honest. Don't I look squeezably soft right now? Okay, if you weren't a married man, I would be hugging you throughout this entire program. Buddy, still do it. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Get in here and nuzzle a little bit <laughs> in my shoulder. Um, yeah, six, I'm, I'm six one, one, I'm like 163 and at 6'1". 
So maybe I misread that then. Yeah, that may, I feel like that—that that is a you know uh, the the that man needs help. The crypt keeper. That is, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> that is yeah. a thin. Uh, that's me calling somebody thin. You uh, weigh one sixty. I'm like one. I usually hover between one sixty and one sixty five. When I met my wife, one hundred and forty two pounds is what I weighed. I thought you were telling me her weight. I'm like, no. why do you? <laughs> she was heavier than me. She would love it if I told you she weighed one hundred forty two. <laughs> I'm like, is this my business? I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, I weighed one hundred and forty two pounds. You weighed a hundred when you met. But this is in college. In college. Oh, bro. Bruh. I mean, that was ages ago. <laughs> I mean, epochs ago, bro. You were still Double using. Two you, were you using like uh, TI TI fifteens? Uh, what is that? The calculators. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> also, even if we were using that, I wouldn't have got that reference, bro. I'm not gonna get that the calculator reference. Uh, Paulo said, "What's the Gully Squad tier for hugging Teddy Alexis?" <laughs> That's the five hundred dollar a month one. You will, you know what? I'll add that. You will get the hug. I will bring this, and you can squeeze me as much as you want. Um, okay, obviously. Via hug not with hands <laughs> you, wear, you gotta wear gloves yeah. if you're gonna hug it like this yeah, 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 mittens yeah. mittens, mittens. <laughs> well, I don't wanna feel I, no fingers no, on me though. no digits anywhere <laughs> you know when I was in high school it was gonna be a little crude there was a uh, there was a teacher uh, from a different school who got arrested on the newspaper it said arrested for having digital intercourse okay with a recent grad and uh-huh. I was like why, why are you getting arrested for having internet sex <laughs> And my teacher was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> my teacher was like, bruh, digital. And I'm like, get right. computers. And she's like, no, fingers. I and like, I was like, I like which to- is what you use to type on a computer. What are we talking you about? You only go to jail for analog intercourse. What is this about? <laughs> oh, all of a sudden. This is why the digital ages are going to expand, bro. <laughs> We're limiting our reach. <laughs> no, it turned out it was fingering. Okay, finger. All right, good. Glad we sorted it out. Yeah, dude. Why be so specific in the newspaper? Mm. <laughs> you know? That reporter was like, but how? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? okay. Sometimes you don't need a follow-up question. Is what we I could say. probably spend more time talking about it tomorrow, but it reminds uh, uh, Chris Whittingham made the news yes. uh, for, being, for being very specific. Wildly uh, specific. Uh, on and MLS. also maybe wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? No one's ever gotten kicked in the dick in the penis. <laughs> you get kicked in the balls. Do, I mean, you can get kicked in the penis. That's what, by a ninja? you got to have, like, the most... <laughs> But like just the, the all three of them I mean, kind of come together. Regardless, you know? look, we, we, know, those. we know it's a possibility. Okay, that's all. It's involved. It's happened. It's happened to me. Yeah, but you also, you there's two balls. You get kicked in the balls. <laughs> Your dick is just along for the ride. Okay. It also right. doesn't feel that much pain. All right. Alexis is really, I don't know what, uh, you know, chains he has. Slamming in his- into a door, dude. <laughs> okay. Dance at Peacocks. And hey, yo, shouts to St. Peter's College in the Sweet 16. Right. Yeah. I saw My that. college. Yeah. St. Peter's. Where he was 142 pounds. Exactly. Walking <laughs> the halls, stunting. Why, why didn't you make the basketball Hungry. team, Alexis? <laughs> because I was bad at basketball. <laughs> I did make an intramural team, and uh, they said, what should we call it? And I was like, how about the Haywood Jablomies? And they were like, well, you're not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I did make shirts that say, here come the cocks. That's right. Uh, the Dan peacocks. is saying the uh, peacocks. Alexis is a peacock. Yeah, you're damn right. To, Don't you I see mean, me out here? For, you know? After. <laughs> After uh, getting, uh, you know, expelled from several schools, he made he did make it to college. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. uh, it worked out. I got accepted to NYU Stern for business school under the general studies program mm. and Tisch 
for filmmaking. Right. And guess what? I could not afford any right. of those. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both, yeah. both of those. Yeah. I was like, how much money are you going to give me? And they're like, we can give you $1,000. i am like, who's going to pay the other 99000 <laughs> I don't think you understand how this works, folks. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, today is a Prem show. We're going to be focused on all things uh, Premier League, European football. Obviously, we had the, the, the El Clasico uh, happen this weekend. Uh, so there's a, a lot to discuss. So any topics you think we should cover, please put them in the chat. We have a couple uh, things we're going to go over. Paolo said, uh, into, I'm going to say Richard Torture, just for, you know. Okay. The, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you, you don't have all those heels lying around the house for nothing, you know what <laughs> right? I mean? No, it's like, these aren't even my size. These are very sharp. Yeah, but. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who's into that? <laughs> what happened to you? Um, uh, we cuddling and eating pizza watching Spurs lose. Michael Raymond, that sounds amazing. Really? Wow. You were, I think wow. you, you might be able to sway him from his wife. Bruh. With date, with date ideas like this. Imagine I just started crying. Um... <laughs> That just made my day, Alexis Peacock in LMAO. Come on, you know I'm out here stunting. <laughs> Jamal London said, what's going on at Everton? <laughs> I mean, do we? Do we need to? Let's start talking about Chelsea. Because, look, the reason we're here, you saw the banner, you saw the title. We want to talk about Chelsea's new owner. It looks like the 76ers, two of the 76ers owners, Joshua Harris and uh, David Blitzer, mm-hmm. uh, are putting together. One of them is is co-owner of, of Crystal Palace. Are they not? Um... Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the the Sixers guys uh, has yeah. has some stake one in of Crystal them, Palace. Yeah, we've met whichever one it is. Here's here's the thing: they're both tall white guys. Okay. So whichever one of those also <laughs> owns yeah. a part of Crystal Palace, they're now trying to get ownership of Chelsea. So here's the question: we as Americans, we love when Americans want to own Premier League teams. Do we? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. America. <laughs> well, you know, America. You know who's not into it? Everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is that everyone else don't got money. Like I, you ain't got it like we got it, bro. <laughs> okay? We have no health care, so that, uh, the money goes into other places and usually into billionaires' pockets. Exactly. Because we, we have to pay $3,500 <laughs> when we wake up in a hospital because we got roofied because we took an ambulance there, which you think is the right thing to do. But turns out, nope, Uber. <laughs> Uber's the move. Right, right. Uh, I mean, that I'm, happened to me, by yes, the way. Yes, yeah, yeah. You, my, speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So here's the thing. People are arguing in the Premier League that, like, you know, uh, and we got some Philly fans in the house, so this is a little 76ers talk. Uh-huh. Uh, people are arguing, especially in England, they kind of want, some fans want the old game back. You know, they want uh, the, 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 what is it, anti-modern football. They want old school football back, where it's just a couple lads from the neighborhood going against a couple lads from the other neighborhood. Just a quick, uh, the chat saying, uh, uh Blitzer just bought RSL, too. He does own part of Palace, so that is uh, accurate. But then Jamal London is saying, uh, nope, Nick Candy is going to buy Chelsea. Nick Candy. We don't know who that is. That's got to be a Brit. That is (laughs) such a... Is there a guy named Sugarman who owns... Jay Sugarman owns uh, Philadelphia Union. No, 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 no. Sugar... Something Sugar owns uh, Tottenham. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Candy. Let's it find just, out. But who when this you hear the like sugar man or sugar, I'm like, how'd you gain your wealth? Yeah. Where's your family? Mm. Where'd your family get their money from? See, I guess all that money must be real sweet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, there was a time it was a quite it was quite the commodity. All right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Me as a Cuban would like to know where you got all that money, bro. <laughs> man. Let's see. Okay. Uh in nineteen 1990- let's see, who are they? Nicholas 
Anthony Christopher Candy. When you got that many names, <laughs> bro, you got money. That's a couple Billy for each name. You know why? Because each 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 uh, uh, middle name is like the billionaire grandparent that wanted to make sure bro. that they, their lineage will be continued. Nicholas Anthony Christopher Candy. You know how much Anthony, Grandpa <laughs> Anthony, paid to have his name first? Because he could have been Nicholas Christopher Anthony Candy, but he was like, nah, son, I nah. need Anthony first in the middle name. That is wow. So uh, they were uh, born in 1973, not that old, in 1974, respectively. Okay. Uh, they are British luxury property developers. Mm. Ooh, a good scam artist. <laughs> right? Why? What a roof deck that no one's ever had. <laughs> um, the brothers are estimated to share a joint net worth of 1.5 billion pounds? <laughs> That's two million. You got a billy each? Okay. You ain't even that. You ain't got it. You ain't got it like this. Yeah, we're just out here judging the wealth of. Uh, are you kidding? We get to decide who gets to own Chelsea, bro. In uh, a state's gazette, which come on, <laughs> that's not if that's not the most Downton Abbey thing you've ever heard of. <laughs> but this what, is, is, what that, are you reading today? Are you reading the Financial Times? No, I'm reading the Estates Gazette. <laughs> well, this is it's one of those like uh, um, you know how um, uh, billionaires purchase newspapers and then you know or create newspapers to then create then put stories about how great they are. You know what I mean? Well, this yeah. is where, where you, right. you put great Nick Candy stories in the Estates Gazette. I don't know if you know this, but I was voted sexiest <laughs> man alive on the cover of Guerrero. Gross Weekly. <laughs> wow, there must have been so much competition. It but, was, yeah. You know? Honestly, I'm honored. I'm honored to have been uh, featured and profiled. And by the way, uh, Paolo Nelson put, Wolf Blitzer bought RSL. Different Blitzer, my guy. Uh, different Blitzer. They're probably related, though. That's how rich people get down. Uh uh, They're Joe, placed at position 52 in the list of the richest property developers in the UK. That's not even that. That's a, like a, like an offshoot of the richest people list is the richest property developers. How is this guy going to buy Chelsea? You can't buy Chelsea. Yeah, what's the, the, what's the, the bids? Who is it? The, um, the guy that was trying to buy the Washington Spirit, Todd Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he is part of a group that I think is interested in making a bid. I don't know if this has anything to do with the with the candies, um, but the uh, uh, the number I heard that they were bidding was something a little under three billion. Or that's what uh, Abramovich said it was going to go for three billion. But I think people are trying to get it for at a discount. You know what I mean? You got it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yo, you in a lot of trouble, right? So, like, you got. I know take- the car's brand new and you did a lot of work to it, but you lost your license, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> you are drunk driving, my G. Yeah, but or th- drink driving, as they say. Right, but so but it's interesting. So uh, Chelsea, um, they they won their Champions League. Wait, can I just bring up one thing about the Candy family? Go for it. Why are you getting into developing property? Why not? Because your name is Candy. Right. So you think they should. Could you imagine walking into a meeting and saying, what? oh, you're not going to buy my sweets? Hello, my name is Mr. Candy. <laughs> and you're like, what are you talking about? You have to. I mean, uh, uh, sure, it's I guess. It's automatic. <laughs> it's right there. You'd be a 51 on the list uh, of most of richest English property developers. I, I feel like there's a little bit more money in owning land. Than- are you crazy? I'm crazy. You think there's more money in candy? Developing property, developing land, you sell it once. Right. Well, rent, but you can if you own the property, people pay you rent. They're to- not. They're they're property developers. They sell. Okay, they're so not, they're, they're, they're not still billions. They're not REIs, uh, real estate trust, RETs. REITs, uh, REITs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we call candy. It's kids. 
It's kids and it's sugar. No way. No, that's not how you market it. You're like, it's, ki- it's kids. It's kids. It's kids. You like, trying to get in there? <laughs> we chopped up. I mean, it's candy. Kids want it. Look at every commercial. It's like, look at this. There was an accident at the factory. Now we have two pieces of candy together. Uh, Jamal London saying there are like three consortiums, uh, the Saudis, Nick Candy, and some Swiss billionaire consortium. The bids have already been submitted. Okay. So uh, it, it feels like. <laughs> Crimson Pizza said, by that logic, Alexis should be a professional fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, the candies could do as they please. I, I hope they are good people <laughs> and are not hurting uh, anybody with their billions. Uh, well, you don't know that. I don't uh, know. I'm, I said I hope. That's yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Uh, D. Stu took me a second, but he said, what if it's candy land? <laughs> get it, land developers? Uh, yes, I, I get it. <laughs> bro, if you were named Christian Shoots and Ladders, I'd say, you know what? Mm. I got an idea for you. I think there's a business that might already be in place. Um, okay. The, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> a nice gold Bruce said, I only buy property from Carl. Real estate all one word. <laughs> These two said, Alexis is out here acting like silly Wonka. Nice. Boom. Roasted. Done. <laughs> it's so dumb I have to laugh. I love it. Uh, uh, look, so, I mean, we, we mentioned this last week, but yeah, obviously... Uh, what what it does look like is regardless of all the stuff uh, Chelsea is going through, uh, it, it doesn't seem to be affecting them on the pitch. They are still uh, succeeding. They won their Champions League game. Uh, uh, who, did, uh, who did they win against? They, obviously, Real Madrid is up next. But who did, I forgot who they won against. But here's the thing. I mean, these moments are the moments where you either solidify as a, as a team, right, mm-hmm. as a squad, and say, regardless of everything that's happening around us, we need to focus on this. And sometimes, you know, you're trauma bonding, right, as they call it. I've been listening to my wife way too much. <laughs> uh, you you have this sort of really catastrophic event that's happening around you, and it forces you to focus on this because you can't control what's happening there. That's what's happening on the pitch, if you ask me. More importantly, what is the future of the Leo, Premier League? Leo, by the way. Okay. Leal, that's right. Yeah. Um, they beat, uh, right, it was the first time two Americans competed in, in Champions, Champions League. Yeah, yeah, Timothy Weah and Christian Pulisic. Yep. And uh, whatchamacallit, uh, what, is, what do you want? Jamal London, I think, might be, might be the only Brit in the, in the chat. Uh, Show yourself if you are a Brit. Ryan, get out of here, red coat. <laughs> Hit no, the like uh, button, by the way, uh, if you're here watching on YouTube. Please help us uh, get a couple more likes and there, and more people end up seeing the video. Okay? Yeah, and if you're listening to the podcast, you know, uh, just put a thumbs up in the air. Um, <laughs> Joe Willock said, Everton is super trauma bonded right now. Right, but it's not making them better. They went the <laughs> other way. Uh, they did win, though, so congratulations to you. Mm-hmm. Down to 10 men, too. We'll talk about that in a second, but uh, stay tuned. We'll talk about that a little later in the yeah. video. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about what, what do you want the next phase? Because Roman Abramovich opened the door for the types of owners that we see now. The billionaire, oligarch, you know, state-funded type of owners that just have almost an unlimited amount of wealth. All right. He opened the door for that, and a lot of people are upset about that. A lot of people want the ownership in the in the Premier League to move forward. John Terry came out and said that he's going to find a way to bang someone else's wife. No, he did that already. He did that already. No, he's going to do an NFT-based uh, ownership group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's like, what if we sell vapes? And they're like, Terry, John Terry, you got to get out of here, bro. What happened to you? Listen to me. Hear me out. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> All right? It's kids. John. That's, that's the slogan. Uh, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> so dumb. Um, John Terry said he wants to find a way for ten percent ownership to be the fans. Which hold on, I just, it's like a hand job over the Jam- pants. Like, Jamal London just said, "Yeah, right." If Timothy Weah is American, I am Polish. I don't know. You might be Polish, <laughs> Jam- Bro, Jamal. Timothy Weah, Jamal hasn't... from Poland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know. You could be Jamalski. We don't know. You could be Jamal Candy, bro. <laughs> no, he has a New York accent. He hundred percent. Yeah, he like uh, wild New York accent. He sounds like Pop Smoke. His, what are we talking his about? Dad is from like why? How did he grow up in New York? Well, I, mean, I his guess dad his, his dad just must have lived in New York. Yeah. His dad lived the in New York. The dude is is wild New York. So, uh, bro, he's ours. When Go. he goes to the to the lunchroom with everyone else to get food, he says, "And let me get a bev. Stop playing with me." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, all right, cheers, mate. You know, I guess you know, English. Uh, Yunus Musa, I could I could see that there's an argument. There. You got a point there. He was he was Balogun, who who is apparently about to pick America, bro. I hope so. Huh? Picking the right side. Uh, which we're going, he wild English accent. Timothy Weah? Timothy Weah sounds like the third cooligan. Right. Bro, bro. we got to get him on here, bro. I mean, I'm trying. He's got, he's got comments turned off his Instagram for anyone who doesn't, he doesn't follow. So hook it up. Mm-hmm. Who do we know that knows him that could just be like, hey, yo, follow the cooligans already? Oh, yeah. Yo, I mean, tweet at Timothy Weah. There's a couple, of, uh, I feel like there's a couple of players that we've had on the show that might know. Yeah, we tried that once. <laughs> right. We'll do what we can. We'll okay, finish your thought. You were saying something about uh, Chelsea. Dest. No. Uh, Jamal London, he did not grow up in Liberia. His dad is now the president of Liberia. Yeah. But he grew up in New York. That dude knows what a chopped cheese should look like <laughs> and taste like my guy. Uh, they got no chopped cheese in Liberia. That's why he didn't. That's why he's not playing for them. He actually said that. You can quote me on that. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Google it. Yeah. Bing it. Google it. it. Just go to AlexisCandy.com. <laughs> go to AlexisCandyIt'sKids.com. <laughs> we got to buy that now? Okay. Uh, he grew up in a Jamaican neighborhood. Who? He's more American sounding than Serginio Dest. Uh, Timothy Weah. Timothy Weah. Yeah, Timothy yeah, Weah yeah. grew up in Queens. Bro. He's... Wow, or maybe Brooklyn. He's wild New York. Okay. He should play for America. He should play for New York is who he should play for. <laughs> Salute the flag on the subway. Um, thank you, man, Jasander, for telling people to like the video, subscribe to the channel. Please do that. Uh, it helps us out a ton. Subscriptions are a little bit down this week, so mm, hit the button. That's on, that's on you guys. Mm. Dan said 50 plus one. Let's finish the, the statement. 10% ownership by the fans is really not that big of a deal. You're not really winning anything with 10%. Right. But is that, is that, a, is that a little bit of a, oh, I'm going to give you something so you stop complaining? Or is that like a step in the right direction? It's a, uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, is it going to get to a, a point where... You think it's appeasing the fans or it's actually giving the fans what they want? Look, Should the fans own a part of the team? The who are you? <laughs> like we know Roman's a bad guy, but how we know y'all are good? <laughs> there's, yeah, there, now there's more opportunities to have uh, terrible people yeah. <laughs> involved. Oh, in you the mean world. the people who pushed a black dude <laughs> off the train singing "We're Racist" and that's the way we like it? Y'all go on ten percent, right? <laughs> I mean, look, this it, w- w- old white hood FC over there. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to um, just just the concept of, of fan ownership, I think it. it Fans feel better about supporting the product if they know there isn't blood all over it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just. There's still blood on it. It's just 10%. That's nothing. No, no, no. I'm just saying, 
obviously to to have a, an actual influence and actual say you would 50 plus 1 would have to be the the number um but the the but as far as having some say i don't know look it's it's not going to make much of a difference because obviously 10% is nothing and whoever has if whoever is on the board that really has more influence or has a higher percentage and, and can help in making those decisions or just makes those those decisions outright you you're not going to you're not going to overtake anyone else who has a higher stake in the club so 10%, yeah, it doesn't mean anything, but I think fans having some influence or some say into how the club is run. But that's you assuming that that 10% gives them influence or say. I mean, it, it gives them 10% of influence. That's all. Which is not. Which is not, which is generally nothing. If you run for president, Christian Candy Polanco, <laughs> and you get 10% of the vote, you know what you did? Not become president. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Raymond said it should be 69 plus one. Hey. <laughs> you <thinking>? Wow. <laughs> Who's your friend? <laughs> Who's this plus one? So, um, but I guess we'll see. Uh, I don't know when a, a, a decision is going to be. Jamal London says, LOL, 10% means they get to change the, uh, the match day songs. 10% is nothing. <laughs> the, Which I, I kind of agree with. I think it's a bit of a. Just appeasing the fans. It doesn't really do anything. Uh, I'm, you're right. I don't know. I don't know if that's... So the, what's the point? It's a, it's a solution to, what, vet the owners a little bit better? No. <laughs> if the fans want ownership of the team, then y'all build your consortium. Okay. Right? Why don't y'all... How many? 40,000 of you in this stadium... Y'all can't get together and be like, all right, what we got? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it will take quite a bit, even from 40,000 people. I mean, here's the benefit. Free season tickets. You're now owners. (laughs) What, are you going to charge yourself? I mean, but it's it's still on the uh, previous owner to... Decide to sell it. It's all no, it, no, no. Now no. they they have to be sold. It has to be sold, but it's still not only f- so. Forget Abramovich, but it's on the Premier League. It's on the other owners to allow that, and they pro- the other owners would be like, "No, we don't. We're not going to do that because that puts their team at risk." And it's like if the fans have some uprising and then they want a piece of their team, they'd be like, "No, you can't have that because I don't want to risk that for my club." But there's also the question of like. You want a good person. What is a good person, right? Like, is there, is, does Ooh, that. Now, now, it's getting, now it's getting very, very philosophical yeah, yeah, yeah. and spiritual. But like, what is, is that within every fan base, there's a group of people where you're like, well, I'm glad these dudes don't own it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bay Raguna said 10% ownership for the team will, uh, uh, will get you a glizzy covered in mushy peas on game day. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to smother it in gravy as well. Um, by the way, one of the photos that Footy Scram put up was a, a pie with peas and gravy pouring out of it, and it literally looked like the vomiting emoji. And I was like, and you don't want us to make fun of you? Yeah, I don't want us to make fun of you for your food. Dan is saying, how many U.S. teams are, quote-unquote, owned by the fans? Yeah, that, that isn't the case here. Where- well, Chug said, if anyone wants a true fan uh, ownership experience, check out FC Ping's Pins Gao. I hope that's a real thing. <laughs> I hope you didn't just have me say something in Austria. It's in Austria, but it's apparently fan-owned. Wimbledon, Wimbledon FC is fan-owned. It's possible. Right. Um, the- but the point I'm trying to make is there's this argument about, like, what's the future of Premier League ownership? Are we going to continue to go down the, the rabbit hole that we've been where it's owned by oligarchs and states and people with unlimited amount of funds? Mm-hmm. Is that what you want as a fan? 
right? If you're the fan, if you're a fan of Chelsea when Roman Abramovich bought them and they had quote unquote no history, I get you guys had a little bit of history, but you get the point. You weren't one of the top, top teams. You weren't one of the best teams in London. You certainly weren't one of the best teams in the Premier League. You get purchased. He starts bringing in a new philosophy, a new ownership, wins you every single title, every title available to him. He has won. Yeah, okay. The guy got his money by ill-gotten gains. Sure. And now that's been corrected because of a horrific war that's been started. Who do you want next? Do you want the same thing? Because who cares? He won. We'll, we'll deal with, we'll deal the repercussions and the moral police after that. Is that what you want? Or do you want someone who is quote unquote a better person? Someone who walks in and says, look, I'm not gonna, I have no, you know, uh, ties to anything weird. It's straight up my money. I'm out here selling candy. Look, it's kids, but we'll deal with it. And now they have the money to buy the team. And maybe you don't win as much. Is that what you want? Probably not. I mean, yeah, we had the, you know, we talked about like how banter is the currency of the Premier League fan. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to have something to hold over your rivals. You want to, it's, it's, Dragon rights, baby. It's why Arsenal are are constantly, uh, you know, talking about this, talking about that. What do we think of that? Shit. What do you think of shit? All right. (laughs) It's like you wrote it yourself. (laughs) Buddy, you better relax. You don't have 10% ownership. You can't be out here writing these songs. That's it, bro. That is what it means. To be a fan of a, a football fan. Look, Bay Area Gunna said, I just want Arsenal back in the Champions League. I don't care who the owner is at this point. Like, is that really what we want? Then, then are we, then are we, are we chatting shit, as y'all like to say, about saying like, oh, the next owner needs to be a, a good person. Or we're like, I don't care but, if but, he's fresh out of jail. But bro. The, it, does it mean more if, if owners can find success and, be as good of people as possible because, you know, Arsene Wenger talking about the the struggle, the financial struggle that that Arsenal was under, especially when they were building the Emirates. Right. I mean, you're talking about a new stadium. Right. But but the finan- the, the the challenges they couldn't buy players. They had to sell players that they wanted to keep. Uh, they had to make these sacrifices and. And with all those sacrifices and finding financial uh, stability, building a new stadium, they kept going to Champions League for years. 14, 15 years in a row. And then at some point... While being net positive on player sales. Right. You're going to hit a lull at some point. Yeah, and that's called Unai Emery. (laughs) (laughs) But for Arsenal to have succeeded for as long as they did, with the financial constraints that they were under is is almost a miracle. If, if Here's the thing. It wouldn't be that big of a miracle if it wasn't for all the other teams at that time just buying willy-nilly whoever they wanted. Right. Because the difference is, and this is, I think, something that gets away from a lot of Premier League fans, is that you don't just have to buy to make your team better. You have to buy to compete with the other team making their team better. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Manchester City will get stronger. In this, tra- in this next transfer window. Liverpool will get stronger. They may make a bad transfer. They but, may have injuries or whatever. But they're going to add something new to their team. But Liverpool, that's a great example. Liverpool, they have Mohamed Salah. They can't come to uh, an agreement on what his contract should no, look refuse. like. They refuse to come up to his request. Because, so look. It, it, what? But that, I think that's a smart, it's a very American way of doing it. Owned by LeBron James, by the way. And mm-hmm. Nesson. Um... I think it's a smart way of doing it. I think in the in America, 
Too many times old, old uh, sports would give you money based on what you've done for them as opposed to what you're going to do. Right. But now there's that new, like, you got to be a bit more cutthroat. Yo, right. you did some for it. We got what we wanted. We bought you. You're the best player in the world. You won us uh, Champions League. You won us the Premier League title. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, look, if now go live out the twilight of your career at you know Crystal Palace or whatever, whoever's going to buy you. <laughs> More like Real Madrid or, P- or PSG <laughs> or Barcelona. I, they might PSG might need to because them <laughs> fans are not. No, happy. but you know uh, Mohamed Salah deserves. More money because he is producing at a Does level. Does he? He's older now. He's producing better than a lot of players in his class. Contract player. You heard me say it first. Okay. He is producing. Some like Obama Yang. He, he does deserve, uh, 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 you know, because he, not only he still has a, a lot of good years left. Uh, how old is he? Like 27? 20, he's pretty young. <laughs> D Stu. I just want Everton back in the championship. I don't care who the owners are. <laughs> so, oh, the uh, best. But no, but it, it's it's you know Liverpool are in a point where they they do, they're not willing to uh, spend an insane amount of money um, for even a very good player and who probably deserves to be paid that that money. So. The, are Liverpool fans, would they be okay with losing Salah? I've seen a lot of Liverpool fans being like, give him whatever he wants. But then you break apart your whole system for one player. Because then Sadio Mane is going to be like, hey, yo, I've been here. I've been so, playing well. I won the same damn things he won. The, the point I'm making. And then Jordan Henderson's going to be like, could someone help me tie my <laughs> shoes, mate? Really? Is that why? Yeah. I, like, that's what? Milner. I would say Milner. No, over. Milner's like, could everyone be quiet? I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read, mate. I can't uh, do a I don't even know what accent that is, but I know it ain't Scouts. Dan said, if Putin didn't start this war, should Chelsea fans uh, be having a conversation of the moral compass of their ownership? No, because it wouldn't have happened. Should they? Probably. But like someone else brought up uh, Newcastle City Football Group, which we're not going to talk negatively about. Thank you. Uh, and my CFC. But the question becomes like someone Newcastle just started, but someone like City Football Group has changed the way a football club is is run. There's a multiple amount of clubs underneath that are kind of feeding player development. If you're one of the countries that's benefiting from a player from your nation developing via this system, whether it be Mumbai City FC or uh, uh, Melbourne, Melbourne City FC or, or NYC FC, if you're one of the countries that's benefiting from that and you've advanced the way the game is both developed and sort of run, who are you to say... <laughs> Right, like, but honestly, like, who are you to say, like, I, I wish it was a different. How? Look, uh, yeah, we're we're definitely not going to resolve this very complex moral issue on on one show. You mean a comedy soccer podcast? I just look, it's a it's a complicated issue, and I think it's it's subjective to how people feel about it. Some people are very upset at, at what the Newcastle ownership. Some people are very upset with Abramovich. Look, Chanchalami Yonadia said that's exactly what Bayern have been dealing with ever since giving Benjamin Pavard the bag. Sa- uh, Leroy, Leroy Sané and, uh, and Gnabry uh, had thoughts on the matter. Yeah, they want... Gnabry might be leaving. Gnabry's posting pictures of him in Arsenal shirts. Yes, but... Th- but Come back. This is the challenge because players can can demand this kind of money. Owners who have a lot of it can keep a lot of these players together and keep them happy. Is that what fans want? Because the, everything comes at a cost. You have to sacrifice something. You want the best players in the world? Well, th- somebody has to pay for it. And the way that person got that money to pay for it might not be the best way that, that you, you, you know, a way that you would appreciate that, that they got that money. Okay, like drug dealers buying 
we both grew up in the hood. Drug dealers buying little old ladies turkeys for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right? We eat turkey here. Uh, you know, do uh, you think the old lady cares? Build them a statue. That's, you know? what, that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, the turkey. <laughs> uh, uh, do you care if you're a little old lady? Do you care that maybe it was your grandson that right. you know bought crack off this dude? But now you eating turkey. It's, it's all you eating good in the hood. Everybody has a different perspective on what this drug dealer's choices, how they it affected that. The old lady is like, we eating. Yeah, we eating today. We eating good. And then you know there might be. A, another family that's like where's Steve <laughs> <laughs> why'd you take my son yeah. from me <laughs> hey whatever whatever happened to Steve <laughs> he said he was coming right back it's uh what the butterfly effect you know like, is the, that what that is yeah the ripple every decision affects like everything right? that's how it is okay um but okay let us know you know and you know <laughs> put it in the chat guys how many resolve dealers is global cool right <laughs> put it in, let's get a, start a poll go get yeah, a poll yeah. going uh, well I mean the guy's name was, you know, Steven Drogas. So he had to do it, dude. <laughs> it's kids. <laughs> mentioned, uh, LOL, LeBron James owns 2% of Liverpool. He literally owns the corner flag. <laughs> Pretty good. Which that guy from Galatasaray destroyed, dude. Um, I just, uh, before we continue, I just oh, So want, he has just as much to say as the Chelsea fans will. <laughs> I, I want to give, uh, again, a shout out to uh, OSNYC, where we are filming from. Uh, today, we got the wide cam over here. Uh, shout out to OSNYC for letting us use the space. Uh, it's a gaming space in New York City. Uh, if you want to come check it out, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's a bunch of PCs. There's PS5s. There's GameCubes. There's Xboxes. You can play a bunch of games. They have, they have Super Smash Brothers tournaments. They have uh, uh, a bunch of cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this is the spot. You can check it out anytime. It is in lower Manhattan on Bowery. So come through. Whenever you get a chance if you're visiting New York. Okay. Absolute beautiful space. Come get a drink too. Great, 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 great cocktails. Right. Um, and they're always having like big contests. So it's almost like watching like you sit here and watch like you're in an arena. It's pretty dope. Okay. So I want to get to a Clásico because uh, it, was, uh, it was an entertaining game. Real Madrid losing at the Bernabeu to Barcelona. Brutal loss uh, for Real Madrid. To Two goals for uh, Aubameyang. Right. They lost 4-0. But I, I, I want to highlight this tweet uh, right here from Aubameyang because everybody's calling Aubameyang finished. That's been, it's been the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. He's just been scoring goals and be like, finished. He bangs in another I goal. I think he's got 7-7. Seven and seven. <laughs> uh, he has, He's doing all right. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and he got, he got two goals. He probably, probably should have had a third one. Um, but I love this, uh, this picture. So he did a, a celebration with a, a Dragon Ball. Are you a Dragon Ball Z fan? What do you think my answer is going to be to that? Okay, let me uh, let me tell you. Let me answer that by saying this is the first time I've seen someone put two fingers on their forehead. (laughs) This is uh, yeah, based on the guy. I know what Goku and going Cyan is. Super Cyan. Super Cyan. Oh my bad. Sorry. Every nerd <laughs> watching, I'm really sorry. So, uh, but if you didn't see Obama Yang held, he had a, I don't know, I didn't see where he got it, but he got an actual Dragon Ball. The, uh, from Dra- Dragon Ball, the, you know, so the Dragon Balls are, if you collect all the Dragon Balls, you Isn't get. Isn't that where that player got kicked? That Christy? <laughs> <Chris, laughs> really if you collect all the Dragon Balls, uh, then you get to make a wish. That's the whole point. That's pretty, essentially the whole point of the series you get all of them and then you get to make a wish and then they all uh once you make the wish they all separate again and they go all over the earth and you have to and someone else has to find them all all. yeah so but he did what would your wish be 
uh, for you to get a better looking coat. <laughs> <laughs> My wish is that I w- wish I would have watched anything else. <laughs> but he did the celebration. That- <laughs> this is my coat. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. Bastard. Uh, he has, he has the the dragon. I mean, this is he's done this. Way. He has he's done the Black Panther uh, mask. Yes, yes, yes. He's uh, I think he's done a Spider Man mask. I don't know if that was him. Um, I, I've been seeing a lot of photos going on, but he's does these elaborate. Uh, celebrations, but you don't usually don't see these in a clásico. So for him to do this, it's, li- it's, uh, it's really at, flexing at the opponent's stadium, at Santiago Bernabéu. Literally, somebody had to, he had to be like, "Yo, hold, hold the dragon." He had to tell an assistant or yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah. "Could you uh, do me a favor? Hold this Dragon Ball. <laughs> hold this Dragon Trust Ball, me. please." Because <laughs> I, 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 if I score two goals, I'm going to do a very fun uh, celebration. Yeah. And uh, but no, but uh, Obama Yang, and then look the the tweet in itself. It says, "Hello from the." Player. Yeah, I heard Piers Morgan had something to say about this. Because Piers Morgan is he's he's on the side of uh, Arsenal shouldn't got rid of him because look how wait a minute he's doing. Piers Morgan is on the wrong side of history. <laughs> what? Shocking! The guy who gave Trump uh, an Arsenal kit. You had no right. You have no right, good friend. Not a good friend, obviously. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, he said that we shouldn't have sold them. Correct. So, so far, it's just Piers Morgan and troops. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, uh, you know, uh, reasonable people, you know, are, are generally saying. There was another tweet I saw. I think it was from LT Arsenal, uh, who does a great job on Twitter. I don't know if you watch or, or listen, but <laughs> LT Arsenal. Crimson Pizza says, uh, Alexis is more of a Naruto fan. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> all this anime, Alexis has no idea what you're talking about. Isn't that about. the dude in the motorcycle? He's got a motorcycle? Uh, I don't watch Naruto, but uh, I don't. So I don't think it's a motorcycle, but I could be wrong. I, okay. I don't watch um, But, uh, well, oh, God, you got me out of here with the stupid. Now I'm thinking of a motorcycle. I don't know. Uh, oh, LT Arsenal tweeted out that it's one of the rare cases. Technically, it wasn't a player transfer because I think he was like dropped and picked up. But uh, it's a rare occurrence where a transfer, quote unquote, works out for both teams. Right. That's, a, that's- I, 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 you know what? If you're an Arsenal supporter, there's no reason why you feel like, oh, we should have kept him because he wasn't playing this way for us and he wasn't going to. Again, he is a contract player. As soon as he gets the bag from Barca, maybe not, maybe not to the degree that happened at Arsenal because it's really easy to score uh, at Barca, especially in Xavi's system. So maybe he has a, still a pretty good year, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna be. Is this it, but hold on, that statement. It's really easy to score. It's. I get that it's Barcelona, right. but. They were they were down bad, just fairly recently. You that saw who ter- they had? Terrible manager. He literally fits their system perfectly. He wasn't fitting in Arteta's. Okay. So let him move on. We'll go get a guy that fits in our system, and then he'll say no to us and go to uh, <laughs> go to Juventus. But he could get his he could get, go get his minutes. Go get your goals in Barcelona. Go live your life in a summer in a in a summery city like Barcelona, which you want. It worked out for everybody. Why are we doing this? Especially if you're an Arsenal fan watching this, there's zero reason you'd be like you could have been doing it for us. He wasn't doing it for us. He did it the year before the contract, which is exactly what he's doing now. He's going to get the bag and he's going to calm down. He's going to start showing up late. Oh, I forgot my Dragon Balls at home. <laughs> I had to go it, back. It, it, doesn't it seem a little odd that he can score fairly comfortably against Real Madrid, but Burnley is a little – It's it, I can't figure out that puzzle. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, Burnley and Real Madrid both didn't have Benzema. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, look, the uh, – it, it, the, the, I, the I love thing. seeing his success there. He, I mean, he looks he happy. He looks comfortable. To score. That's why he's scoring. He didn't want to score. He was Arsenal. I mean, I, that's that's hard to believe. I, no, no. All the it, all it, the stories coming out is that he was lazy. He was showing up late. He wasn't playing hard. And you think and he was training. trying to force a move? 
No, he wasn't forcing a move. He was falling back into old bad habits, bad habits that came with him since Dortmund. Mm. Gabon. He's done this everywhere. All of a sudden, he's different. All of a sudden, we would have had this Obama. We weren't going to have this Obama Yang. You and your girl broke up, and now she's got, uh, she went to, she got a BBL, okay? <laughs> and now she's with a dude with abs. And you're like, oh, I wish I would. She wouldn't have gotten a BBL unless you dumped her. <laughs> you changed her life for the positive. <laughs> Why didn't you do this with me, babe? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, look, it, it, it does. I would have put ice on your butt on the plane. <laughs> Could have taken. Care of you, you know. Uh, do you ever you ever seen those videos of um, of of women coming back from like uh, the do, airplane full of BBL? Yeah, yes. yeah. It's just like it's usually from like Colombia or Dominican Republic. It's usually DR. It's yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. I've seen. And uh, there's I, like one guy like eating peanuts, and the rest of the plane is like women in flat in, in wheelchairs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> needing like cushion seats, you know, whatever. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, so th- this was another uh, quote. Uh, Gerard Pique uh, just tweeted, "We are back." So I don't know. I mean, Barcelona's, I think, in third place now. I think they're, like, maybe a little under 10 points. What is what is the um, La Liga? The table, yeah, we'll look at it now. But this was – I love this. This was a, a, a quote from uh, Shakira. Who? I mean – Gerard Pica's wife. Whenever Shakira says something, we should all listen. We all stop what we're doing. Uh, but she said this. She said, it's not because he's my husband, but he's the best center back in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know. We, I think the first part of that <laughs> sentence might be a lie. <laughs> the, uh, look, we all love Shakira. Right. I, I mean. Uh, uh, a gem. Uh, a ge- amazing music. Latin American her. legend. Oh, not American. Latin legend. Latin legend. Uh, she's from Colombia. She's an, uh, just an absolute brilliant artist. I. I. You know, I'm not a huge fan. I, I, I loved her music exclusively in Spanish when she started doing English stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't mind it. I look, pop. it's not my favorite. I it's mean, very poppy. It's necessary to But me, I know enough but... to say, like, uh, you know, if what she says is short in her music, her hips did not write that first sentence uh, <laughs> because this is a lie. <laughs> Your hips don't lie. <laughs> but uh, she's also been around forever, dude. People don't know this. In Latin America, she's been around since she was like 14, 15 years old. Mm hmm. Right, right. Yeah, she's a been She's a like Justin Timberlake, but like just a little bit hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Her first, uh, uh, Shakira's first album, go listen to it. It's kind of rock, right? She used to, she had like the red hair. Some rock, some uh, less, uh, probably more ballads, kind of softer. Yeah, I wasn't stuff. a fan of uh, huge, Amazing music. Go I, her, I was a fan of. Okay, for sure. The, um, but uh, I mean, it's 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 weird for Shakira to be taking uh, uh, flack from. From uh, you know soccer Twitter or football Twitter fans are like who asked her because <laughs> <laughs> she can usually do no wrong but everybody's yeah. like oh come on best, you, best, you best center back in the world people are like what about Harry Maguire no, nobody <laughs> yeah, said no that one, <laughs> no one Harry Maguire's wife was like no I actually agree with Shakira <laughs> <laughs> no man uh, so by the way Spain you know they they don't care about our opinion in Latin America bro you know that I, uh, South America you know they ain't worried about what we thinking. Oh, meaning like her opinion about the game. Classismo. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I mean. Have you been to Spain? I have not been to Spain. Oh, buddy. You're not going to have a good time when you go. <laughs> I mean, I've met Spanish people and they've all been incredibly Yeah, because they're here. They're, they know we have guns and they're, they're on number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when you go there, they're like, oh, but- you're from El Caribe? <laughs> Cool. Here's a different menu. And also, would you mind sitting near the garbage can? Joe would like to say, Harry Maguire's forehead don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. They're uh, just as big as Shakira's hips. Uh, 
Okay, but but, but this this uh, uh, CAB said oh, he's the best center back she's married to. <laughs> That's a fact. No argument. That's there. a fact. <laughs> um, the but what about this statement about uh, Barcelona are back that uh, Gerard Pica is saying? How a win against Real Madrid is definitely a big deal because they're probably going to win uh, uh, La Liga. But it, it has has I've. I think the strangest thing is that the sentence is coming from Gerard Pique, who is probably on the way out. He is closer to the end of his time at Barcelona than the beginning. Well, he said, we back, and Xavi's like, fuck you mean we? <laughs> What's all this we Damn, stuff? you real. Are you speaking French, Roger? Because you're going to be at PSG <laughs> next year? You and Sergio are going to be <laughs> paired together. A they- we, we. <laughs> yes, getting out of here. So, um, but this, uh, Barcelona, they, uh, obviously, in Europa League. I think, I think if, if Barcelona win Europa League, which is definitely possible, I th- that would make me feel comfortable with this idea of like, oh, maybe Xavi really did turn things around and fix things to, I the, disagree. to the degree. I'll tell you when Barcelona's back. At the beginning of next year. When, when Messi comes back. You think Messi's coming back? Messi's coming back. Wow. Has to. Now, yes. It's, it's PSG, the shirt you're wearing. It's, completely falling apart. It is. Uh, what is it? It's the Spotify cap now. <laughs> yeah. So that so the, the money's coming in, bro. Uh, they uh, Messi's getting the premium plan. <laughs> Messi's getting the premium plan. Maybe the family. Even? No, he's gonna stop shuffling. <laughs> he's gonna stop shuffling. He gets to pick whatever song he wants. I guarantee you, Messi goes back to Barcelona next season. He's well, not having a good time at PSG. PSG's completely falling apart. Pochettino's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mbappe's gone. Neymar wants out. Sergio Ramos still hasn't shown up. Uh, it's just a complete mess. Ginny Wijnaldum wants out. It is absolute mess. Yeah. Messi has to leave to save the end of his career. Interesting. And here's what I think happens. By the way, we have an intruder. Oh, don't knock anything over. Uh oh. Okay, let's. There's just a. There's just a dog. Guinness is here. Can we see Guinness on the? Yeah. Frame? Oh no, no, you can't see Guinness on the shot. Okay, now there's a second dog. There's two dogs right in front of us. Uh, it's freaking me out. Uh, but uh, there you there go. Hey, Guinness. Look at him. Okay, Come on, Guinness. Buddy. Behind us. Uh, Messi's gonna leave. Has to go back to right there, wherever you feel comfortable. Uh, Messi has to go back to Barcelona. Cristiano Ronaldo. Goes to PSG. No, but I, I, I think I did see some uh, quote that uh, Ronaldo is staying for at least another year in, in Manchester United. I, I, I think he's staying. That would be an error. He, this is the first time since 2009 he hasn't won a trophy. You got to okay. move. You got to move on. All right. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a thought. Um, I think the um, – uh, there was another point about Barcelona I was going to make, but I don't. Uh, you did not have any reaction to me saying Messi goes to Barcelona, Cristiano Ronaldo goes to PSG. You're just letting that hang. I don't think I, – I, I think there is a possibility that Messi can go to Barcelona, but I don't think Ronaldo is leaving Manchester United. Not this year. Um, yeah. I, I guess I, – and I also I, – I saw I, – I don't know how accurate this is, but I saw another story about that Newcastle is going to make a genuine bid for Neymar to, to try to get him uh, as well. Could you imagine Neymar in the city of Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but... He, they're going to have to be like, no, 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 you don't come to us. We'll go to you <laughs> to sign the contract. Don't come here. You don't need to see anything. No, 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 no,
no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Just Google Google Florida, and that's right. that's Newcastle. It, it does Trust feel us. like you know, and we didn't uh, really even talk about this. I mean, the the, the capitulation, the, the uh, you know, t- for um, uh, that that PSG uh, suffered uh, losing to Real Madrid in in um, in Champions League, but I think that was that's su- Karim Benzema, man. I know. Just a goddamn superstar. 34, right? 32, 33, 34? I don't know. I mean, early. He waited his his whole career to be be in the spotlight. Seems like it was worth it. Yeah, the... um it, it does seem like there's a lot of uh, uh, just discontent within PSG. And obviously, this is why... Pachi- the fans. The fans want... Um, I can't remember. I think the Qataris out. Mm-hmm. The fans are protesting the, the, the director of football. They're protesting the team. They're protesting the players. It's huge. They want their old team back. Yeah. Which their old team was kind of vibes, you know? Yeah, Nitro M just said, can you imagine PSG losing Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar all in one window? I think they're going to lose probably two of those guys. At I the think they lose them all. That's right. It's possible. I mean, it would be. Also, if you're PSG, what do you stand to gain by keeping them? It ain't work out. Also, but, but if you're PSG, you're your biggest sell and your, your big ticket is the players that you sign. You tell me you ain't got money to go buy some other players? Who? That not to the degree of these three players. But if it ain't work out, who cares? Sure. Go get go get early Holland. Why is the dog sitting next to me? <laughs> <laughs> go get <laughs> you good? All right, Guinness. Uh, go get Erling Holland. Guinness is chilling, bro. <laughs> dog, he's, like, he's like, yo, put me in the spotlight. Bro, dude. I'm kind of freaking out. I'm not going to lie to you. Isn't this like cats do this at like hospitals? They go sit next to the person who's going to die? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, whatchamacallit? If you're – all right, let's think about who they could replace these players with. Mm. Okay, so so far we're talking about an old Messi – an old and mostly ineffective Messi. Let's be completely honest. Mm. Mbappe, young superstar, out, wants out, wants to go to Real Madrid. Let's throw Messi first. Who do you replace Messi with? Who's a big number 10 that would be more effective than Messi? You probably won't have the promotional capabilities of a Messi, but at least you'll have a lot. Who could we replace him with? Oh, my God. I mean, somebody in the chat, please help. I don't even know. I mean, who's who's the next? Joe Whitlock said, "Guinness thinks you're about to go hunting together." Another jo- another jacket joke. All right, I'll take it. Who? Let's talk about it. Who? Who could they replace him with? Who's a big, big, big name midfielder? My goodness, I you got no one midfielder. That's a. T- I mean, to what? To, uh, uh, that's young, I guess. You want like a younger player that's on. On the rise. We got Dybala. Dybala. He's out of the way. Pulisic. But he's not a midfielder, right? Pulisic would be huge because somebody said before, I forgot who said it, uh, the Qataris want uh, Messi to be a player during the World Cup. That's like their big thing. Okay. They want him to be a PSG player. Let's say that goes away. The biggest TV market for the World Cup is none other than the United States of goddamn America. Mm. All right? And if you, you want ratings for your little team, out there in Paris, <laughs> what maybe the fourth nicest city in the world <laughs> behind Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> if you want promotion, if you want people to watch, bruh. Okay. Have a Christian Pulisic on your team? Big man thing. It was huge. Uh, some people say Mo Salah. I think that, yeah. That we would talked be. about Mo Salah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a replacement for Mbappe or Neymar, whoever you want there. But I think Mo Salah comes in. Huge. Huge. 
Uh, Might, maybe that even helps with, you know, Qatari, Egyptian, uh, you know, geopoliticals. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. I got this no is, clue. Alexa's just, hey, you, like, networking. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, play date. You hey, know, do you guys know each other? <laughs> hey, I'm a connector. That's what I do. Pogba, Ezra H. is saying Pogba. Peter Guna says Shamak, of course. How could we forget? <laughs> Silhouettes. Shamak. <laughs> Silhouettes rock said Alexis must be off the camera, question mark, because it's camera. He can't see me. That's great. Annex <laughs> Wiles said, wait, yeah. Alexis is there. I couldn't even see him. Must be the camera. <laughs> mm. oh, I love you guys so much. So, um, no. Dembele? Dembele is a great one by Bay Area Guna. Dembele would, uh, but uh, injuries. Bellingham? Huge. Jude Bellingham. Joe Whitlock, great choice. Jude Bellingham, whose shoe ripped in half during the game. Did you see this? I did not see that. His boot just completely exploded. Split. Yeah. Nice. Not bad. From like a tackle, he hit the ball but down the sides where the uh, the laces are, the the laces end, like the heel ripped off essentially. Okay, wild. He had to go get new ones, and they brought out that machine where they get heated on, like they were all upside down, to like warm, a big shoe tree. Up. Okay, um, Pulisic in his GQ photo shoot. All right, we don't need the photo shoot part. Paris is a nice <laughs> city. If the French didn't live there. Good shot by Del Boy. Um, actually, I love Paris. Uh, I'm going there in a few weeks, uh, so don't listen to what I'm saying. Uh, Nick Wright said Dax McCarty. Okay, he might not make the PSG squad. Uh, he actually just apologized for not making the PSG squad. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Harry that. Maguire said John Carl Tritt. Could you imagine Harry Maguire in Paris? Oh my goodness! I mean, we see bribing a cop. We, yeah, we've seen him how he does in Greece. I yeah. think it'll be a little challenging. Fred Erland. You probably meant. Uh, Erling Holland, and I think Erling <laughs> Steph Curry, hilarious. Uh, I think Erling Holland is automatically the first choice you get. He already did say that he's not in it for the money. Okay, you know he says he's in it for he has yeah he's he already... wants to be in a system, and this has got everyone thinking he means Arsenal. He wants to be in a system where the players get along, and it's good footballing. That's what he said. Ooh. Essentially, can't be, can't, be Ars- can't be Arsenal. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> he said they wear red and white. There's a little cannon over your heart. Well, how, how do you feel? This uh, I saw this. Uh, people were upset that Arsenal were wearing red shorts. You saw you saw this when they wore the red red kit and the red shorts. Who was upset by this? I saw people saying, Arsenal fans. Arsenal fans saying it's not traditional. That's not what what Arsenal is supposed to wear. Okay, I get it. You stupid. <laughs> and they won in the and the, they won. Yeah, in that game. keep yeah. wearing it. Okay, I mean it does the the all red does feel more Liverpoolish. Maybe that's Different why Different red. Different red. Oh, so we got white on the kit. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I look, This is what I'm seeing on the internet. People are talking. Streets is talking <laughs> about these red shorts. Streets is wrong, bro. <laughs> hey, what happened to Steven, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Got caught up, bro. Um, okay, I wanted to. <laughs> Paolo Nelson said, Dan Bailey, how about us, Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, what does Guinness think? Let's talk about. Uh, uh, about that? We'll talk about a couple of the results in, in, in Premier League and then uh, obviously FA Cup. We, we The, the semi Finals for the FA Cup are set. Uh, Everton lost to Crystal Palace 4 0. Just an awful, awful game. <laughs> Omar Ramirez said going to PSG. Uh, Phil Foden and his mom. No problems there. <laughs> his mom's just fighting Sergio Ramos, dude. Um, yes, so Everton uh, loses to Crystal Palace. Real quick, we did get one serious player, which we didn't mention. I think this is great. Chanchadami Yonadia said, Excuse me, his name is Jiz Hornkamp. Uh, PSG is getting accustomed. <laughs> To cleaning up messes. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Can it, you can't forget Jizz. Okay. okay. So, yeah, you wanted to talk about Everton. Uh, well, just FA Cup, right? So, uh, yes, Everton lost. You know, who. 
I, I think people were surprised they got as far as they did. Everton lost, and that's our Everton update. <laughs> but, no, I, I thought the, the comments from Frank Lampard were pretty interesting uh, because I, I think he, he showed— Did he mention the word lads? He didn't say lads. He said the boys. <laughs> he, he just—he showed his—the most frustration he has shown so far. Uh, and he said a statement—and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact quote, but he, he basically said, um, uh, I don't need to uh, butter up any of the players. Like, I don't need to necessarily give them confidence. Like, he really—I don't want to say threw anybody under the bus. He didn't specifically name names, but he said that the players played at 70% today wasn't good enough. He was very, very clear and specific about the, the, the poor performance from his own team. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I, Everton has had this roller coaster week in, week out, where the roller coaster is usually in a valley— for the most part, and then you have a huge win against like Newcastle, right? Which is was such a huge, huge victory, and you would think it would galvanize the players a little bit, but that red card that Allen received, uh, as soon as that happened, that that makes the next three matches they're probably going to be losses for Everton. There, was there no appeal? There was an appeal. There was an appeal for the red card in itself, and there was an appeal to get it uh, to, to fewer games, um, and and they were both uh, denied. So I look a lot. Who let Liverpool make that decision? <laughs> so weird. This was, What did you think of you? You saw the challenge. Uh, I could Alan, see. I could see why it would be a red card, but to me, if you watch that on a screen, you say to yourself, "This wasn't." This wasn't done to intentionally harm the player. Mm-hmm. So I think it takes away the straight red for me. Right. And, and it was like a tactical foul. Was it a... A, a professional foul, as some would call right, it. Right, right. Was it, was it a little reckless, maybe? I think what did him the worst is... it Was, uh, was it against Alan Saint-Maximin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan, uh, just this Alan on Alan attacks. Alan on Alan <laughs> violence, bro. We've been talking about it. it. Uh, <laughs> dude, what's Steve, dude? Um, what, what I think did worse... The worst part is the angle that showed the closest was at an angle where you couldn't tell that Alonso Maximan moved the his touch diverted the ball further away from from Alan. You it, couldn't man. tell, so it looked like he intentionally set out to hit his foot, not lunged in the direction of the ball. Still lunged a little late. But he did do it in the direction of where the ball would have been right. had Alan Saint Maxima not slightly touched it or diverted its its route. The angle you can't see that, but if they showed you the far away angle where you can't really see, you know, a, a too far up close, but you see that Alan Saint Maxima very very smartly moved the ball out of the direction of where Alan could have lunged. So when he did lunge, he looked like much worse than what it was. Because of that, it shouldn't have been a red card. And also, that's something I don't think any of the announcers even mentioned. So, am I smarter than everybody else? Uh, clearly, the answer is yes. <laughs> okay, and you can't even see Alexis. Bro. <laughs> where are all these brilliant takes coming from? <laughs> oh I don't even God, know, dude. <laughs> I'm behind you, Christian. <laughs> the um, look. Obviously, I'm an Everton fan. I do not think it was a red card. I thought it was wildly harsh. I, I even think the Newcastle players thought it was like a little too harsh. Uh, it, it seemed ridiculous. I, 
And the, the frustrating part, and I think as an Everton fan, was that they looked at the monitor. The ref gave it, he was, it was a yellow. And the ref went to look at the monitor. How many times have we been on here talking about how the Premier League refs never look at the monitor when they 100% need to be looking at the monitor? But when it's your squad. It doesn't even matter. Just in general, this has happened to every single team. They, they trust. They, 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 they listen to the VAR. They listen to the VAR. Or, or they, you know, they get the input from the VAR and they usually or ignore it, like, like the, the. Um, but we've heard, we've heard the communications post matches. Yeah. They never show you. They never let you hear it during the match, which would be dope. But we've heard those conversations and we've heard them say like, ah, "This is uh, for paraphrasing. Ah, it's a little bit of a tight one. You might want to come check this out." Like they say that they don't say, "No, it is. No, yes, it isn't." Or right. they'll say, "There's nothing in this." Right. But Move on. For the ref to to see it in real time. And then go back and look at it and be like, yes, it was clear and a clear and obvious error when pretty much no one thought it was a clear and obvious error. That is, that's the frustrating thing. Uh, by the way, the chat always adds so much to the conversation. Uh, Del Boy Zero said, Tim Alan, tool time. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, Thank you. Okay, some people might be a little too young for that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Y'all don't know. Look it up. Y'all man. ain't real. Uh, brush, Brushy87, a.k.a. Brush, said the only positive for Everton is that there are three teams worse than them. For but, now. But look, even down a man, Iwobi saves the day. The last name you would list <laughs> on saving the day. It will be, uh, you know, Sh- uh, Seamus Coleman wins the ball back. Oh, he, he really needed to step up. Bro, that was such a huge tackle. Wins the ball back from Alan St. Maxima. Cuts off a pass. Gets it to Iwobi. Iwobi gets it to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Lewin lays it off inside the box. Left-footed shot to, to uh, right. Tap, pass, passes it into the net uh, by Iwobi. It was such a huge moment for everything. They needed those points. They needed those points, especially against Newcastle. Take us, take us into the uh, Polanco Candy household. <laughs> <laughs> what, talk to us about that moment. When that, when that shot goes in. Yeah. I was I was watching on my computer. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my gaming chair just like I am right now. Right. What are you wearing? <laughs> okay. I'm, it's a lot of camo underwear, right? Thong, <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Damn, I can't see I can't see that ass crack. <laughs> Why you hiding it from me? <laughs> How dare you? Um, I can just see them yeeks, bro. <laughs> uh, okay. What, what are you wearing? You in PJs? You doing the PJ thing? I'm wear. I usually wear like track pants, like uh, Adidas, like right. track pants. And I'm, I'm, I, I don't know why this is part of the you relevance them, of the story. You got them shoes. You got them shoes with the sheer length. In them, right? Uh, no, no, no. I don't. I you just saw your shoes look like my jacket. Just socks. Straight socks. Straight right. up socks. What? You're on the couch. You know, you're in your computer chair. I'm on my computer. You're chair. watching on the computer screen or TV? Yeah, uh, on the computer screen. What do we got? Tea? <laughs> Maybe matcha. Popcorn? Maybe matcha. A little matcha. Yeah. Silver straw. Silver straw. Silver straw. <laughs> Metal straw. <laughs> and then, why aren't you watching on the TV? Why wouldn't you watch it on the big TV? Because I was uh, doing work as well. I was. Uh, I think I was editing a video. Maybe the Pepper Mills. But you ain't even focusing on Everton, bro. I'm. Uh, Bro, I got I, the work doesn't stop. Okay, oh, you, you see how much effort we're putting in here. Join get, Gully Squad, please. yeah. Get join, join Patreon so I, I don't you have can to turn left so can, and watch the TV. <laughs> I don't have to like suffer while while I'm working. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he can suffer while not working. <laughs> uh, so you uh, shot goes in. 
What's your reaction? Uh, I like the the you know the, the hand, handle the armrest. Yeah, I literally sm- smack it <laughs> and I and I stand up uh, out of my chair. I'm like yes, and I and I scared uh, Helene right because I'm like just I have headphones on, so I'm just like you don't know how loud you're being. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm, when I got my AirPods in with the noise canceling, I'm like, babe, can I get water? <laughs> and she's like, shh, I'm right here. I'm like, what? Water. <laughs> so that's I uh, I scared the dog. I scared her. It was right. Such, uh, I mean, these any any point for Everton obviously means a lot, especially to to go down a main and still end the game with three points was miraculous. That was such that was a, a, a defining moment for Everton season, their Premier League season. Uh, Joe like said, "Home improvement on the second screen." What's happening <laughs> in the chat, bro? Really? Just Nick at night yeah. watching these classics. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you got some Binford tools. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it was, but it's, it's such a huge moment. You saw the scenes uh, uh, from the, 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 the park end, the, the, the Gladys Street end. Richardson, who was subbed off, runs and celebrates with the players. You can, I mean, if you see the footage, you uh, follow uh, uh, Everton on Twitter, you can see the clip. I mean, he's losing his mind. And it's just every single factor and moment, especially in this season for, look, if Everton get relegated, it'll be a nightmare. But even for a player like Richardson, who the fans adore, they love, and and he's saying all the right things. He's saying, like, I love Everton. You know, the fans have shown me so much love and all this other stuff. And it's like... We we don't deserve to keep him to keep a player like that if we can't uh, uh, create. Richarlison to PSG, you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Well, uh, what what happens now? Do you think this solidifies Everton, or do you think this is just just a win? You got to move on. You got to get point. You got to struggle yeah, just to, start to ju- get points. Just the win, and because um, the, the next the upcoming fixtures are going to be challenging. But the it's just the FA Cup loss. It, it, look, I understand it because we didn't have Allen. Right, we had Allen. I think that's a, that's a different game. We don't get crushed for nothing. Um, and but I, I look, I, I think the the you know the, there's there's questions about Lampard, the right guy, and all this other stuff. But really, I mean, it's just the the players are not not. It's like the players are not. It's not, the players are not good enough. But there's also too many injuries, not enough uh, turnover with the, with, uh, with the roster. You know, and then the, the people who are the like Fabian Delph. Injured or not, he could, the dude could be hundred percent healthy. It's still not. That's not. It's not good enough. It's mate. not good enough. It's not good enough, man. <laughs> He's not going to save the day. No. So uh, look. So a uh, 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 frustrating loss, but look, Everton has to focus on on the league for sure. Del Boy Zero said, "Dick Carlison." <laughs> Yo, you bringing so much today. I like. This. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, Frank Lampard, Colo Blanco, Shasta Colo Blanco. Said, <laughs> Robert from LA said, and YPD show, like, we have a report of a screaming woman that's you celebrating. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> 100%. Uh, the, um, he was wearing this jacket, and, like, I can't, where is he? Didn't Frank Lampard break his hand in the celebrations? He did. Yeah, I didn't see it. What, did he punch something, or was it just a general break? Um, he, I think he hurt, hurt one of the digits, you know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> it was a digital break. <laughs> oh, well, then he'll be fine. Just turn the computer off and turn it back on. Uh, uh, yeah, he was celebrating that goal. He did uh, injure his hand, but I, I think he's going to be fine. Football Capo said, not going to lie, the Digne move was a bit suspect. Proves that he is a set-piece and attacking threat more than defensively sound. Uh, yes, and we're missing Mina, Football Capo. That's right. That's too many. Yeah. There's so many issues, but the, 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 the players that have come in to replace the, the players that were injured, it, it, um, we see this is the result. 
uh, we're getting. So this it, it's not that much of a shock, but it should be. They should be good enough to stay up. That's that's the, the uh, just the lowest expectation. That uh, that's not even asking. Remain for too much. in the league, right? Is right. all you're asking. And uh, let me give you an Arsenal update. Hey, we real good. <laughs> Lost to Liverpool midweek. Fine. We knew that was going to happen. Uh, like, I'm not happy with the loss, but I'm happy with how we played. I think there's, look, it's a young team. Am I making a couple excuses? Possibly, right? But it's a young squad, and that's going to happen. You're going to have moments where, in the first half, I thought we were more in control than Liverpool were. And look, for 60 minutes, we were great. And then all of a sudden, it falls apart. And they, when we, look, both teams made two major mistakes. They capitalized on them. We couldn't. That game should have been. Nil, uh, two two. That's what that should have been, or nil nil. One hundred percent should have been that. Martin Odegaard and I can't remember who the other player. I think it was Martinelli who had a, a chance on goal. Yeah. Both of those should have been sank. And look, you you give you give Liverpool that much space, they're going to figure it out. Right. They uh, split Ben White, and then that was it. That was done. But as far as Arsenal is concerned, I'm happy with where we are. I think we're developing the right way. I think really sneakily. Tottenham hasn't gone away. I think they've solidified as a, as a squad, and I think they're still in contention for that top four spot. I do think Arsenal finishes in top four. The North London derby is going to be a massive, uh, but this is going to go down to the wire, and I think Arsenal finishes fourth. Okay. Um, the Something got in my eye, bro. The other result I wanted to talk me. about um, is Leeds against a Wolves. Mar- Jesse Marsh. What an insane game. Uh, gets, another, uh, gets another victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, a huge win. They were down 2-0. Then... Raul Jimenez was like, I'm, 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 I'm done. I, yeah. I, I want to get out of this game. <laughs> he was like, yo, I should act like Granite Shaka real quick. <laughs> no, the first yellow uh, was definitely deserved. The second yellow, de- uh, harsh, a harsh, harsh yellow. Um, he, he crashes into uh, the goalkeeper, uh, Meslier. Right. And um, didn't really do anything. He went for the ball. Meslier got to it first. Uh but he didn't like kick out. He just he just was there, and he crashed into the. He had every right to go for the ball. Gets a second yellow. Uh, the 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 first yellow was probably one he should have avoided. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, the second one seemed harsh. But it is what it is. But what for Leeds to capitalize and get three goals? Uh, huge, huge, huge goals. Jack Especially ha- for talking to another team that's fighting relegation. In American manager, we, which we've heard from friends that is not very popular in Leeds right now. Uh, but hopefully things like this will, you know, sort of, uh, you know, kind of uh, validate him a, as a manager there. And you get Jack Harrison, who's playing well again, you know, who, uh, you know, his first experience against uh, Jesse Marsh was his first game ever as an NYCFC player going in, uh, what, 70th minute, something like that, yeah. in the 7-0 game where the Rebel uh, Rebels beat uh, NYCFC. So they have a little bit of experience there, but now getting, getting a chance to come in and, and shining and looking really good doing it. These are the moments where you hope, like, what Everton has gone through and what Leeds is going through where the team can sort of bond and say, like, all right, look, we have it in us. Let's just keep playing at this level. Let's keep playing with this much heart, and good things can happen. Yeah, the um, and he gave a good interview post game too. Jesse Marsh is a, a you know 
for for everything that every for a lot of the things that people are saying about him. I don't want to say everyone. A lot of things people are saying about him. He is giving you exactly what you want as a fan. He's letting you in. He's talking about the players in a very positive but in a very real way at the same time. He's giving you insight into what he wants. He's giving you into insight into what he's asking of the team and he's bringing about results. I mean, what more do you actually want? Yeah, the You uh, want someone who's not American, admit it. Right. The, he he mentioned that uh in his uh, uh I think the post game conference about how, uh, oh, you mean when he was like, how you like me now? Right. <laughs> well, he, he he called out the media saying, like, the only people that have an issue with my accent is you guys. Like, you know, going to have to deal with the stigma. But having a successful American manager in the Premier League would, I mean, would change probably the perception or at least, at least start to shift to change the perception of what Americans, how Americans uh, uh, think about the game and think right. about football. Bless you. He's uh, in tight. Claire just sneezed. That was Guinness. No, it was uh, Claire, the wonderful owner here or manager here. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, having an American that not just is successful, but proves that they can withstand the barrage early on. Right. Which even when we talked to Bob Bradley, you know, he was still not bitter, but you could tell he was like a little, little perturbed about how things went out there. Yeah. Uh, still kind of had it, you know, like, all right, I'll find a way to, I'm not going to talk about it right now. I still don't want to talk about it. For him to come out and kind of knowing exactly what's going to happen, Jesse Marsh saw that and kind of knew, all right, that's one of our better coaches. And he got really badly mistreated here. So I have to go about it a different way. And he, I think he's doing that. Yeah, he's like kind of uh, confronting it uh, yeah. a little bit more. He's also showing a little bit of umbrage is the wrong word, but he's kind of like, he's taking it in stride. Right. And, and has a little bit of swag. A little, little bit. bit. Like, like, I'm going to do things my way. You're going to, if you criticize it, like the huddle, right. fine. Like, do whatever you got to do. I'm trying to. Bro, I'm they're picking to... everything apart. My guy got this team together on the pitch. We were right. like, hey, we're all here. Yeah. And he even said, like, you know, people break out to do media interviews and stuff. He's like, it's a moment where I had everyone together. There's really no reason why I couldn't have done that. Right. The And I, I really did love the way they uh, they played it. It's not always easy just because a, a, a team uh, goes a player down. It, it seems strange to you lose. No, because they bunker. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it's not always easy. But you lose your your striker. So you would think defensively. They would kind of be all right, but the Wolves really collapse. Like, like if if Jimenez is the, their center back or something like that, or like a defensive midfielder, right, 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 or their captain, yeah, <laughs> because he does put a lot of pressure up front. That's that's why it's a big part of his yeah, game, yeah. of their game. But so, also at the same time, it's like we talked about this with the uh, Everton, and we talked about this with Arsenal. You're going to get opportunities. Will you seize those opportunities? Leeds has spent a season not seizing those opportunities. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So to, for them to to sort of turn that around and do that. People are like, yeah, well, they beat a team with 10 players. They wouldn't have beat a team with 10 players a month ago. Right. right. So, come on now. Yeah, they, they really did play well. And, and I loved— uh, And the comeback from 2-0 down. Yeah. And, Huge. And the—you um, know, it's—look, I'm, I'm hoping Everton stay up. And obviously, Leeds not succeeding is better for Everton. But the—I was happy—you know, when we see—look, Leeds will always have a place in my heart because Jack Harrison uh, plays there. And for him, every time he scores, I'm just like, we I named a burger. After I feel him. like man, I'm a part of this journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want Leeds to succeed and please don't hurt Everton too much. But both. Right. Like every succeed. time they interview his mom, I'm like, well, I guess they're going to ask us next what we think <laughs> we're, because we're just as significant. Okay, we are blood relatives of <laughs> <Bruh>. Jack Harrison. <laughs> Hello, grandma and <laughs> grandpa. Um, Boy Zero said, Marsh is a real deal. I don't think there are many other great American coaches because why can't America produce a number nine or number 10? Bruh. 
Give us some time. <laughs> I also, mean, have you have, not heard of Gio Reyna? Have you not heard of Christian Pulisic, who is a number 10? Yeah. All right. I mean, he's not, he's not traditionally a number 10. He's not really in the middle for Chelsea. Right. Uh, also, wait to see what Ricardo Pepe does. Wait to see what Jesus Ferreira does. Wait to see, uh, you know, what some of our, our guys up front do. Josh Sargent maybe doesn't have what we thought he might have had, but I mean, look, maybe he's young. This is, but you hear this all the time from uh, from from players that that travel abroad or play or play uh, leave America and play somewhere else, and they're always like, "Oh, it's the, I'm learning things I never knew I thought I would like." It, you would think that the, the 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 drills or the the philosophies would make it over here. It's it's also, it's a short flight to America. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Let's get some of these coaches over here. We thought about that, but this, but look, this is why we, you know, we've gone to the the United Soccer Coaches uh, Convention, and this and and the value of coaches in America have dropped since then. <laughs> no, no, but the but this is exactly what they do. They they invite coaches from uh, Europe to to spread the good word, right? And tell us how you do it, and uh, it, it, it takes a. It takes a level of commitment, consistency, and obviously the structural issues of, of U.S. soccer and how you have to pay to to there's to, a lot to play. I mean, there's a lot of issues, so that's why it's difficult to, uh, to to create those players because the 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 barrier of entry is probably higher than in those those other countries. Two two great comments. Omar Ramirez is saying what I think, just mirroring what we're saying, which is Leeds needs to succeed so that more U.S. players get a chance in the in the Premier League, which is true. And Ezra also said, uh, someone said Marsh wants to finish 20th so he can get the first draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that philosophy, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he's thinking outside the <laughs> box, B. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap up with this because I have, I thought this this was pretty interesting. This is uh, uh, Brentford's Ivan Tony. Oh, outspoken Ivan Tony. Uh, how outspoken is he? Very. I, I, I'm not aware of that. You saw what he said at the end of this, right? I did see. So pretty outspoken. So let's uh, let's play this. So this is it's just uh, it's just 24 seconds, but it's somebody asking him. Uh, it's one of these Instagrams where they walk up to people in nice cars and say, hey, how'd you get that money? What do you do? Right, right, right. There's a bunch of them. There's TikToks, Instagrams, there's a bunch of them. So this is a TikTok from Call, Call Me Toxie. Call Me Toxie. Uh, and is he's asking Ivan Tony about, I guess, his car and what he does and stuff like that. Yeah, he's like, hey, you're rich. What do you do? So let me uh, get the audio here for you guys. So this is uh, let me just play it so we can hear it. Um, this is Ivan Tony being interviewed. Okay, here we go. Oh, is it playing? There you go. I don't know. The one that makes a lot of money. The one that makes a lot of money. Yeah, we, we, what's that? You told me. Ethereum. Ethereum's the best one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. What do you do? Professional footballer. You're a footballer? Yeah. What's your name? Ivan Tony. Uh, where you play? No, we're excited. <laughs> Thank you very much. Pleasure. <laughs> so, so he walked up to him and said, hey, what's your favorite crypto? And he was like, I don't know. You tell me. He's like, which one makes money? And he goes, the guy said Ethereum, meaning Ethereum. Yeah. Um, and he goes, all right, yeah, so fine. Ethereum is my favorite crypto. <laughs> and he goes, what do you do? And he goes, I'm professional football. He's like, no way. No way where? And he goes, no, we're excited. No, we're excited. That is, this is where a lot of fans got upset. <laughs> you can't really say... Nowhere exciting on camera, uh, wherever you play. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we all know, right? But you can't say it when you when your paycheck is coming from Nowhere Exciting FC. If you're playing <laughs> for the Milwaukee Bucks and someone says, "Where do you play?" and you go, "Nowhere that exciting," 
Milwaukeeans can be like, what are you talking about? We got cheese. You got to be like, no, nah, he got us. He got us. If you said this playing for like, you know, the Knicks, you'd be like, what is wrong with you? New York is a big city. If you said this playing for, you know, uh, the L.A. Lakers, you'd be like, you're out of your mind. If you said this for playing for any team in London, right. you'd be out of your mind. Brentford, bro? <laughs> Name me two things you know about Brentford. <laughs> uh, I know Christian Eriksen just arrived, uh-huh. and, and Ivan Tony plays there. That's the, all I literally know. Literally, the two things I know. <laughs> y'all got a y'all got a football squad, a football team. And Ivan Tony's one of them players, bro. I don't even, I don't know where Brentford is on the map. Couldn't put yo. If you gave me a plane, no words on it, map of, <laughs> I would even say a a two city radius where Brentford resides. <laughs> it might take me. Ten tries to point at it. <laughs> so, uh, look it, uh, again. It is. It's just the for for his, his career, the professionalism for professionalism's sake. You can't say that. But but the interesting is the interesting thing is he's a Premier League footballer, and nobody he does. The dude is like I don't even know who you are, right? Yeah. So he has to. It's it, it's a strange. I don't know. Was that in England? It might not have been in England. I don't. Know. I assume if he was driving there, I assume that was in England. He was in the other, in the wrong seat. Right. Right. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Right. Uh, There's only two countries that drive there. Ch- Chug we said can all agree it, they're it, wrong. It's in London. So it's in London. Brentford is in London. Is it? <laughs> Look. So he he probably shouldn't say nowhere exciting. He's in London. He's in London. He could have just said, I play in London. Oh, that, that would have been fine. That would have been fine. Everybody would have been like, okay, he does. Brentford is in London? <laughs> look this up. I'm going to look this up. It can't be. <laughs> okay. I think you're lying to me, yo. <laughs> okay. Where is Brentford? Hold on. The map's got to pop up. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Brentford town. There's a... Brent, oh, I'm, I'm looking up Brentford, which is not... <laughs> Okay, it's not near a place called Gunsbury. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my Gun- god, no, it is. It's Gunnersbury. Bro. This is I mean, it's pretty out there. This is like Jersey. <laughs> right? Right. Okay. So, but st- so still no no real excuse to say nothing exciting. Nowhere exciting. Nah, he out by Richmond, yo. He's out by uh by like Crystal Palace in them. Yeah, he's it's by the London Museum. Bro, why would they put the London Museum so far out? We ain't going. <laughs> he's out by Richmond. Yo. He's West, out by Ted Lasso. It's West London. Bro, nah. I, this this makes it even more. You know, ridiculous. when you look at Google Maps, they give you like the 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 beige, the gray area is the mm-hmm. city, right? Right. It's the condensed, and then the green is like the ain't nobody out here. It's still in the gray, bro. Bro, <laughs> we just, why is he saying this? <laughs> so, All right, now I get why y'all upset. <laughs> okay. So pretty wild uh, for, for him to say this. Uh, uh, obviously, yeah, it's going to upset some fans. Because you're, you're, you're essentially shitting on the team that you play for right. by not bigging it up. Why couldn't he? But also, he wanted to leave. He even said, like, oh, if you know, Arsenal needs a striker after he beat them in the beginning of the season. Yeah. So this dude talked wild, greasy, <laughs> whatever he wants. He's being a little reckless to be like, hey, yeah. maybe this ain't the, the long term home for like me. Like, if his girl catches him 
talking to another girl on social media, he won't be like, no, babe, I swear, I don't know. He'll be like, well, maybe if you were, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of guy he is. Right, right, right. He's like, uh, I'm not the victim. You know I mean? I'm not the bad one. I'm the victim here. Omar Ramirez said, if he played for the white bellies, he wouldn't say that. Yes, hey, right. Hey, hey, come on, you white bellies. <laughs> Up the cucks. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Staten Island of London. <laughs> uh, look, this is, I, I guess the main thing is, like, I don't want him to... To end up being like ostracized. Okay, Del Boy, hold on. Del Boy is giving us a little bit of a, of a historical background. He said Brentford is West London suburb, basically where working class white and Indian people live when they get a bit of money, right? Yeah. I said it in his accent. Uh, it is boring because black people don't live there. That's what he said. I'm, <laughs> I did have I a mean, gap. I did have a hesitation there, so it sounded like that's what it's I It's generally pretty accurate. Where, yeah, where, yeah. If, if black people are in your town, your, your town busting. Your, your town is having, you're having a good, you have a good town. You're having a good time. <laughs> The okay. restaurants are dope. The parties are fire. <laughs> he played for White Bellies. Well, yeah, I did it. It's so far out of town. Rebel would have to buy it and call it London. <laughs> uh, so, uh, look. so yeah, we figured out. Ivan Tony needs to play for like downtown Central London <laughs> FC before he's happy. <laughs> no work, Ivan Tony to PSG. You heard it just, here first, folks. And just a, a, a thing that was so e- simple to avoid uh, any kind of controversy. Just you know, th- this is where the media training comes in handy say the right thing you don't need this unnecessary attention buddy there's it's a new world if a television camera is pointed at you not that many people are going to see it if a cell phone is pointed at you <laughs> the whole world going to see it uh and okay and he's a fan of ethereum i guess you know he's now taking, he is he's taking crypto uh financial advice from just dudes in the street yeah, random random my guy <laughs> hey, what, what do you think is the best guy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay yeah let me see your your, <laughs> your crypto wallet all right uh the detroit must be then detroit must be popping <laughs> detroit is popping omar it's a good time out in detroit bro um Okay, everybody. So uh, thank you again for, for tuning in. Uh, again, shouts to OSNYC uh, for welcoming us. Always appreciate it. Love uh, 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 Lando, uh, Guinness, Guinness uh, the, the our co-host who swung by and just calmly sat next to me <laughs> as if something bad is going to happen to me. There's a bad aura around me. So uh, uh, and uh, Yeah, you missed it. You went out. He just <laughs> sat next to me and scared the bejesus out of me. And he kind of looked around as if there was a ghost nearby. <laughs> uh, and shouts to, um, to uh, some of the fans who've been letting us know that they've been coming out to OSMYC and checking it out. And some people want to check it out when you're in New York. Great place to come hang out. Dope. Great drinks. They got like st- st- uh, streamer rooms. I almost said steamer rooms. I mean, it's a spa as well. <laughs> Uh, don't steam here. Bunch of computers. My, great place my, yeah. Just all the just condensation on yeah. all the equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my pores are wild <laughs> open, dude. Um, but yeah, no, great place to come hang out. They got like board games as well. They got those cool like racing seats where it's like you're in the actual racing seat, like with the steering wheel that's like in those cars. Yeah, dude. Real dope. Dope space. You got to come check it out when you're in New York. So shouts to OSMYC. If you want to figure out uh, more about it, we always put the uh, link to this spot in the description. So check that out. Go. So yeah, go. Uh, Come through to OSNYC. Also, uh, uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash soccercooligans. Uh, the full interview that we did with Pepper Mills is available on Patreon right now. You might, That's right. If you're a Gully Squad member, go check it out. It's really dope. It's you a can lot watch of fun. A, a clip on our YouTube channel uh, right now. Uh, but if you want to watch the full interview, we filmed it in Liverpool. We had Scouse. So uh, if you are uh, f- from England and you've never had Scouse or you know of Squ- Scouse, uh, we had it uh, with Pepper while we were out in Liverpool. It was really, really dope, really fun conversation. Uh, so go check that out, patreon.com slash soccercooligan. And also, uh, thank you. We got some new uh, Patreon members. Okay. Um, I want to thank 
a lot of the people that are joining, which is really dope, uh, we reached, uh, what is it? We're like a, uh, over 100. Over 100. Yeah, we still got more. Since, we still got more. Since last week, we, we did reach 100 patrons. So, uh, shouts to you guys. Thank you so much for the support. We're at 107. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, so, let's see. Who are some of the new ones here? Um, is this going to tell me their names? Of course not. Why would it? Carlos uh, Sanchez says, Cooligans, where are you guys going to be tomorrow? Uh, where are we going to be tomorrow? Uh, Do we have a location? Oh, no, we don't yet. Mm. We will. Might we will after this. <laughs> uh, because we have a, a little bit of a surprise after mm-hmm. that, which we're not talking about, but there's a little bit of surprise after that. Uh, shouts to Angel Whitworth. Shouts to uh, Jerry Jimenez, uh, the homie. Shouts to Hans Wolf. Shouts to just Christina. Mm. Uh, very cool. Uh, Alex Andreev, uh, Mark Kornick, Cedra Kima. Meg Linehan. Meg Linehan. Meg Linehan. Of the athletic supporting the cause. If, Bro. Me- if Meg can support, so can you. Uh, did we read him last time? David. Uh, David Hageman? I f- don't. Maybe we did. A- Alex Meyer, I know we read. So All right. Think- so just in case we didn't, thank you to David Hageman. Uh, thank you to Sarah Gorman. And thank you to Dustin Ward. Again, if you are a member of Gully Squad, none of this happens without you. So thank you so much for doing that. Tell your friends. Uh, let's build it up. If Meg Linan, who literally just had a bionic leg right. put in because she destroyed her own. Mm-hmm. If she can take the time out of that to not only talk about women's soccer, reveal the schedule, and also join Gully Squad, <laughs> you can too. So again, patreon.com slash soccercooligans if you want to join. Everyone who's a member, hurry up, go check out the Pepper Mills uh, uh, interview. It's exclusive to you right now only, so you get a chance to check that out. And thank you so much for joining. Okay. Um, yeah, hit the like button on this video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be talking uh, MLS, NWSL Challenge Cup, uh, which also uh, just started this weekend. Yeah, a lot of uh, really, really fun games. And uh, yeah, Yes, we also have to talk about the comments from Chris Whittingham and uh, yes. hit him in the penis. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure. I'm the wisest that. words ever said. We'll gotta, a, we're going to have to start the show <laughs> with that. Maybe that's people have been asking, like, hey, where's the yeah, baby? Where's the music? Maybe we just start with he hit him in the penis. He hit him in the and penis. And then we start talking. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that'll be the move. All right. Uh, Michael Raymond just said, I got 10% ownership of Cooligans. Hey. <laughs> honestly, whoever just that $500 a month thing might. <laughs> you might have. You to. just might. Okay. Okay. Uh, you might get that 69 plus one you've been looking hey. for. <laughs> I'll wear this, bro. <laughs> so you can't see me. <laughs> I mean? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. Colo Blanco, take care. Brush, everybody. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out on YouTube Live. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, youtube.com slash soccer cooligans. All right, everybody. Peace. Thank you, guys.